Hi and welcome to the Hadi Gossip. My name is Sonia Lulla and I am connecting with you from the Midday Newsroom. Today on Women's Day we have a conversation with a very special guest. Sayami Khair is among the fittest individuals in the Bollywood film industry. Um and she is preparing for the Half Iron Man challenge. She was set to take part in it in March this year. Um but she has deferred her race to September. Um Sayami has been preparing for the Half Iron Man since 2020. We spoke to her at the time, but of course in the pandemic the Iron Man got pushed and she's eventually going to take part in it this year. Sayami will talk to us about the preparation for the race. how her journey as an athlete when she was a young child has helped her in this process and what it actually takes to cover the entire distance which involves a 1.9 km swim a 90 km bike ride and a 21.1 km run let's chat with her hi sami it's really good to have you here today I'm very happy to be with you all and to be chatting all about fitness with you all. So thank you for having me over. So obviously, we we were eager to discuss your preparation for the Ironman, of course. And given the fact that today is Women's Day, we found no better opportunity to discuss your preparation for this because I think um, even in the industry, there are very few people who uh, take on a race of this nature. Now, before I get my questions on the Ironman. Can you give us a little brief about your general uh, take on fitness and how has your routine generally been um, you know since childhood and progressed over the years So I actually have been someone who has been like for, for me when you people say they work out I never understand that because for me playing sport or doing some form of fitness was just my lifestyle ever since I was a child I've grown up in a smaller town called Nashik uh, so like our evenings usually used to be swimming in the lake that my where my farm was or kind of you know weekends used to be climbing mountains and i used to play professional badminton so i used to uh, train for 4 hours a day so for me uh, before school i used to have like physical training evenings used to be stroke practice so for me uh, like fitness was just a lifestyle it's only when i moved to bombay when i realized that oh people you know take like working out and stuff very differently uh, so for me it was quite a alteration to my lifestyle if i can say when i came to bombay so it's been a part of me it's been uh, my it's been pretty much my core existence when i moved to bombay unfortunately infrastructure to play sport is difficult to find that's how i kind of took to running because you don't really need anything you need a pair of shoes and you're you're out on your own Yeah so that's how I started running because you don't need to gather people you don't need a badminton court you don't need to do booking or any of that and then uh, it became addictive because for me it's been um, a meditative state of mind it's my time with myself i ran my first full marathon in 2017 uh which is in the which is in mumbai after that i've run probably i don't know i think like 20 23 half marathons like all over so even when i'm traveling i kind of try to find a race and do like a half somewhere in the world uh so it's just been something that kind of becomes addictive 
uh, and that's what happened with me and running when you did come to bombay when you saw how people perceived fitness over here did you actively try and think about your your fitness routine as uh, you know segregating it into like weight weight training uh, resistance training and cardio was that was that two separate segregations done or um, how was your approach to it when you looked at it as a holistic program so holistically actually for me i i always tell a lot of my friends as well is if you kind of take up a form of exercise as just thing that you need to do because you know you need to do it at a certain age and you don't really enjoy it it's never going to be long term so mm-hmm. you should really never take something up if you don't enjoy it so i, I mean i am somebody who always says if uh you don't enjoy running you might enjoy crossfit if you don't enjoy you know you could you need to find what you really like doing uh, certain people enjoy yoga like for me i never got myself to enjoying yoga i know it's very important because uh, it's a very important structure in whatever else you want to do but the first core thing is you need to enjoy what you do and then structure it out so for me i realized that well running is something that used to give me joy or playing cricket and badminton gives me joy so if i specifically talk about running when i kind of got addicted to it is then when i started working backwards because i used to be somebody who uh, didn't really focus so much on the yoga needed for running or the weight training needed for running so i kind of realized that the older you grow up the there is a science behind it right like you can get faster you can get better only if you complement it with different things and that's when weight training came into my life or like yoga came into my life because that just helps me become a better runner mm-hmm. uh, so my structure to it came in much later in my life um, i would say this happened when i was running the marathon so before that i used to run to just like run because running used to be a part of my badminton training so it was like a part of my training i used to do for badminton mm-hmm. uh, when i started running in in the city in 2017 is when i realized you know when i i was training for a full marathon you need to do long distances of 28 kilometers 30 kilometers you go to your long runs become that long so you realize you need weight training so you don't get you your injury prone so it's as basic as that so even if it is very basic stuff um i'm i'm somebody who you know you even if you do your own body weight weight is enough it's more than enough so you're you get in like some basic weight training also is more than enough and that's something that i've been following one of the questions that i am normally asked by people is that um a lot of people who do not run run long distances they it's a little difficult for them to comprehend the idea that someone can run like 10 and 20 and 40 kilometers so i know that you know like initially when when i heard of the concept when i was taken aback when i wasn't into fitness um for mm-hmm. me i think running came uh if i may say so naturally to me was because i took to running a fair amount of years after i actively started working out so i had a very vigorous routine anyway so the first time mm-hmm. i took to running actually i could cover a 10k on my first go itself so for me it wasn't That's it wasn't about developing yeah. it from a 2 to 5 to 7 like i think how it is for a lot of people um how was it for you so the first time you actually took to a run i know you said it was part of your badminton training also but can you give us a sense of what those distances were like and when was the first time you actually took to a run uh, at, at one go and how much did you cover it's difficult to answer this really because like you said you had a basic threshold because you were probably i don't know doing crossfit or doing some kind of working working out you have basic lung capacity basic leg strength 
your mind can take you to a certain distance so if you have basic fitness you can do basic running for me actually because i used to play professional badminton ever since i was young we didn't even know what distances used to be like we used to just be told that oh sunday is our endurance training we are going from a point to b point it's going to be one and a half hours of running so okay. we as kids there were no garments there were no watches and fancy technology to know what you're doing so it used to literally be like okay cool it's a group of us running for an hour and a half mm-hmm. for me yeah. now to think oh damn like i did ran to uh, an hour and a half as like a 11 year old it seems crazy because like for me now when i train i'm just like oh my god one and a half hours means i've done 15 17 kilometers which we that start thinking because sometimes technology kind of ruins uh, a lot of things that your mind and body can do i feel so yeah. as a child i never knew the distances we used to do like i remember once I, my dad is into a lot of running as well so i remember as a i think 13 14 year old he took me to one of the grounds after my game and he said okay let's do a Uh, you know like let's do four five five rounds so i was just like mm-hmm. yeah okay and i ran five rounds and he was really excited and i was like why, why are you so excited so he said no do you realize you ran five kilometers in 27 minutes which is very wow. fast for your age yeah. so i was just like okay i didn't even know what that means like today i'm struggling to get my 5k to a certain like 20 30 like i'm dying i'm just like how the hell do people do it Yeah. but at that point we don't know better so i've always run which is what i'm saying is i've always run and this is something which i have actually shared with a lot of my friends is social media all looks so great and looks so like you know we all put out our best looking pictures our best looking timing our best everything on social media but the reality of it is that the last year for me has been so hectic because i was uh, shooting for five projects back to back and like it's difficult we shoot for 16 hours travel for 2 3 hours so you literally don't sleep and so my fitness from being completely ready for an ironman in 2020 because i was going to go to netherlands and i was totally like i'd gone i'd reached my peak training from there there was absolutely no training that i did because of work for mm. a major part because i also uh, was quite ill with like a viral like you know these crazy virals around the city and it took me like two two months to recover uh, i don't know if it was dengue or what it was but it took me forever to recover mm-hmm. and now even while running like not right now but when i came back to running like even a 5k it was just like i thought i'm going to collapse so okay. my fitness from being like ready for an ironman went to like just feeling like oh feeling so awful about myself that that's the funny part about the mind and the body right like you can be at your it is best but it brings you down to it just shows you the reality when you don't give it consistency and time hmm. so from there again it kind of had to build myself to getting back to where i was so it for me is always first the mind followed by the body if your mind decides the body does it so it's always for me been that i can't remember the, the first time i just went running uh, as an adult again if i have to attempt and give you a precise answer this is when i was shooting for mirzia we were shooting in ladakh i had trained obviously while going to ladakh we were doing a lot of horse riding and things like that hmm. so i used to do a certain amount of crossfit because they wanted my physique to be a certain way for the film when i was in ladakh after shoot i used to actually kind of not even run like jog back from where we used to shoot to where our tents were and that was yeah. like 3 and 1/2 for 3 and 1/2 kilometers 3 3 and 1/2 kilometers so i used to do that every day for like 20 days 
and i came back to bombay and i just like went for a run and i ran like 18 kilometers at a stretch without any kind of like feeling tired or anything and i was just like oh wow how did that happen but it was because of the altitude training that happened in ladag in in voluntarily that happened this probably would be 2016 if i remember correctly was just going on running this crazy distance which i had never done before So the first day I ever did was actually a full marathon. For the sake of our listeners, I mean, I know that even when someone actually does like a uh, training for for Ironmans and for marathons, they will try and recreate the ambience of um, uh, you know training at high altitudes because it's obviously much harder and your body is adapting to a more strenuous form of workout. So when you do it in a normal situation, it becomes easier for you to pull off longer distances. Is that uh, also something you consider or you do as part of your training? I mean, I've never done it. It I happened to be in Ladakh, which is why this it all worked out during my full marathon training. Hmm. But uh, I I got back from Ladakh in August of 2016, August September, yeah, September of 2016, and the Bombay marathon, the Mumbai marathon happens in Jan, right? So it was literally hmm. October, October, November, December. I had three months to train. I had no intention of running it, but it was always like this bucket list thing that I wanted to do, like run a full marathon, do a half Ironman, and then like I want to do a half marathon and Kailungla. So there are just like tick marks which I want to do in life. So the full marathon was one thing I wanted to knock off from the bucket list. But yeah. um, uh, I came back to Bombay and I was pretty much running. I live in Bandra, so I was pretty much running up and down Pali Hill. And altitude happened because I was in Ladakh, but I feel you can just incorporate. the training wherever you are right so mm. even when you are in bombay uh, i do i would like to talk about the struggle that i'm going through with regards to training outside because it just becomes so unhealthy to train outside right now mm. Uh, mm. but this was a better time when pollution wasn't so bad in 2007 16 that i used to kind of do all my hill hill running is what i think helped me the most So I used to go up down zigzag road, up around Pali Hill, down Pali Hill, like you know, pretty much for two and a half hours, three hours on a long run day. Uh, so that helped me a lot during the full marathon. Okay. Uh, with regards to training for an Ironman, it's very very different. Like you know, they're very different topics when you train for a marathon, a full marathon. Obviously, you are only training a one discipline, right? Which is running. Mm. So you have mm. to do your Uh, yoga, which is very important, you need to do your strength training just to avoid injuries, get faster, and then you need to break down your runs into tempo runs, speed workouts, your long runs. You know, you it, there is a science to how you run a full marathon also. Okay. Uh, but when it comes to an Ironman, it's entirely different because there are three disciplines, right? They are completely. Hmm. different uh, muscles that you use for different things so mm. i've done a few duathlons which i've done is uh, like runs and cycles i did i think one in lavasa i've done one somewhere near pune so these two two three duathlons i've done where 10k run 40k cycle 10k run just to kind of get my mind and body to start thinking of an ironman i started doing these duathlons because to just kind of get both to see what happens to the body so i said okay this is what happens because after you cycle it's impossible to run because your like glutes are so tight your back is so tight so i was like oh so this needs different training so mm-hmm. i kind of figure i was figuring it out myself i never had a coach i kind of chat with friends who have done ironmans and trained with them so when i started getting into the ironman training is again very scientific you 
focus once a week you do like a brick workout which includes all three disciplines and then you keep uh, increasing your distances just like you do in a marathon so you keep increasing your distances uh, so my peak for uh, training and reached like um, a brick workout of like a 2k swim or 18k run and a 50k cycle hmm. so i was pretty much on track like ready in 2020 for the ironman Hmm. So the struggle I had in this city is cycling outdoor is a little challenging because hmm. uh, it's not the city is not very cycle friendly because if you go alone firstly I find it very unsafe because I've had one fall where a rickshaw kind of knocked me over so it feels a little unsafe in the city uh, so I kind of try and take my bike with a friend and go outside a little bit outside the city to cycle. and also the the course where i had chosen i was going to do it in a place called westminster in netherlands that's the race that i had the ironman that i was going to do in 2020 which got deferred to new zealand because of covid like my race i chose then later in new zealand but that course basically was a lake a swim see it was an ocean it was a lake swim so even with swimming i feel in i i we were swimming in a pool in in bombay so that is very different so i i had the luxury of going to nasik to my farmhouse where there is like a big like a big lake where i used to swim hmm. uh, but those are the only challenges i feel that you could face in a city but then you have to kind of train a little smarter in in the sense that try and get in your cycle sessions indoor if you if you are scared to go out uh, go outside your city and cycle so you know hmm. you need to be a little smarter with your training Before you describe your Ironman training a little more, Sammy, can you you know break down in some detail the scientific uh, process of training for a full marathon and also after that training for the Ironman? So when you spoke about um, uh, tackling a full marathon, you mentioned about different forms of um, running, whether that's sprinting or that's long distance or that's speed running. Can you take us through what the approaches and and why is that the approach? So for me, actually, again, I'm breaking down into two things. One is I feel. anybody can do anything you set out to do and like you know we read this on instagram quotes and we read this on like these motivational things but when you actually set yourself out to doing it it, it honestly happens even to think of running 42 kilometers at one stretch is so daunting it's so daunting that you like you feel like oh this can't happen so first before getting into the physical training your mind has to be convinced you can do it I had a friend who was helping me train for the full marathon called Shamal Balaji, who's also a physiotherapist, hmm. and he's run like a whole lot of ultras. He's run of you know run everything. So he said that surround yourself with people who are going to encourage you to do it because all this really matters. So if there is anyone saying like you know if you have friends who are just like you know come out partying and like what's the big deal? Why are you waking up to run? Like what are you even going to do? just keep those people out of your life for 3 months it's not like stop talking to them forever but hmm. keep those people out of your life for 3 uh, months because you need to just be surrounded by people who are going to make you want to do this because it's not very easy to do it one hmm. second is for me personally my father is very proud i did it but he was very like apprehensive of oh you shouldn't do it it's very injury prone it would be this it would be that 
so i actually stopped telling him that i'm training for a full marathon and i just went and did it myself so i took it very seriously i did all these mental games so like i'd put like a big poster in front of my bed which said 42 kilometers so every morning when i woke up to it there was like that goal in front of me so i did all these things that people talk about and it really helped with mm. this is the mental aspect to it now mm. the scientific physical aspect to it is that if you're consistent you know anyone can do this in 6 to 8 months of training even if you're a non runner you can wake up and do it in 6 to 8 months of very consistent training for me i've had a basic uh, fitness ever since i was a child it helped obviously but consistency is obviously the key because you can't uh, you can't just suddenly say that i want to get up and run you need to have consistency and and for me again i was on somebody who was chasing a time in my first uh, marathon i wanted to just complete it go past the finish line so i yes. had absolutely no no time that i was chasing hmm. obviously the next uh, couple of marathons that i wanted to do i wanted to you know chase it with doing because that, that's how you do it like you you keep trying to improve yourself right so i started slowly but again i had my basic fitness in place so i used to uh, run like four to five times a week you have to target is your weekly kilometers how many you want to do you never run an entire 42 kilometers before you don't need to even if you reach like a 36 37 kilometers you're you're ready to go for so that's your peak training so hmm. supposing you're training training for four months and you start off with your uh, breakdown of five days of training where you do your speed training one day you do your strength training one day you do your long run one day you do your hit training one day and you do your hills one day so you break it down into five days and you just focus weekly so if you have a 20 week plan you just focus on this week hitting your goals for this particular week where you say that okay my long run is a kept it for sunday is a 10k the next long run next week goes up by 10% so you keep okay. increasing it just by 10% then if you're doing your hill training for instance like you keep increasing your hill training distances as well if you're doing like a tempo run where you are doing a 2k followed by a 6k you that increases to a 3k followed by a 7k so these distances keep increasing every week when you're uh, doing a marathon when you reach your peak week it should ideally be two weeks before your race if is your peak training week where uh you are targeting like um, 100 kilometers a week you need to get that many kilometers on your feet like you break it down with uh, maybe like a 6k on a monday and then 12k on a tuesday you do your strength training on a wednesday Th- then on a thursday you maybe just do 3 kilometers and then your long run goes to 35 kilometers so you target getting in a 100k on that's what i did uh, 100 kilometers during your peak training between 100 to 120 kilometers a week and then of course you start tapering down after you've reached your peak training because you need to be ready for your race and you shouldn't be tired your feet shouldn't be tired so you start tapering down towards two weeks before the race you slowly start build, building down your training once you've reached that peak training so my peak training i remember i had done a 36k Okay. and i was pretty comfortable so when you do a 36k and this is your slow long run so literally your heart rate should be in a space where you will be able to chat with a friend and run you know that's how comfortable your heart rate should be it shouldn't be on the higher side when okay. you're doing a speed workout obviously your speed workout 
your heart rate goes goes very high because you're doing short bursts of speed workout hmm. but the most important runs are these slow long runs because the more time you have on your feet that's what you need to kind of be ready for when you run a full marathon because um, if i'm going to take let's say four and a half hours to run the race i should have that much capacity to be running for four and a half hours which is why these long slow runs are very important you're getting in the long run of like a 36k on your peak is very important because one physically it's muscle memory your muscles remember this is how it's going to feel and uh, secondly mentally you feel like chalo 36 ho gaya to 42 ho hi jayega so mentally also it's a very big block that uh, kind of you have to win so this this was pretty much uh, strength training is very important which i used to do once a week and uh, which mostly used to be a full body strength training program which i used to do which used to include weighted squats weighted lunges very basic but like i used to keep increasing on the reps So there should be I used to do push-ups, weighted squats, weighted lunges, a little bit of uh, back. So that I used to maybe try and get in the the back. I used to work on like if I felt like if I didn't feel like. So I was focusing more on the lower body when I trained. And uh, another thing which I really focused on was I used to do like my core workouts pretty much like three to four times a week at least. I used to do core workouts. Okay. Um. well i wouldn't call it yoga sessions but stretching is the most important i feel and people don't give it importance enough uh, so for me like cooling down after a run or stretching before a run i spend at least like 20 minutes before and maybe like 20 25 minutes after so mm-hmm. that's something which i give a lot of importance to so stretching i would also mean would mean yoga i say but uh very basic things again but just you getting in your foam rolling done getting in your stretching done is something which i used to give a lot of importance to and doing core exercises is again something that really uh, adds a lot when you run do you recall what your first full marathon looked like so do you uh, remember whether it was a breeze for you to get through it or do you remember it being challenging on the final race day what was what, what's your memory of the day like it's crystal clear the memory like it's happened like day before yesterday the pain okay. and aches also feel like day before yesterday because okay. it's probably the biggest achievement of my life so far okay. and uh, i say it with a lot of pride because i feel that i mean you do a film or you do something in your career it it makes me happy makes me proud but it also involves a lot of other people's contribution right like my director and my co-actor and all of that also contributes to what i do in a film but mm-hmm. for me running a marathon has been the biggest achievement because it was my pain tears sorrow it was my blood sweat and toil so it entirely is what i have done so i feel very proud mm-hmm. i actually kept a memento not the medal but i lost my toenail both my toenails that i lost i actually have kept them in nas in my house in nasik because uh, it was a very painful experience because okay. i was very stupid because i had not invested in a good pair of shoes i, I had a decent pair of shoes but mm-hmm. uh, they clearly were not the best to run a full marathon in so okay. when i started running i again was given great advice by my friend shamal where he said that it's all in the mind so you kind of have to do the race uh, visually a night before which mm-hmm. i did i drove my car from exactly where i'm going to run all the way i followed the route in my car 
and mentally i knew okay this is how because i never run the route right because you mm. can't run on the ceiling so we i used to usually just run in bandra so i did this the the evening before uh then the day of the race again my friend told me that see you will go past like 16 18 kilometers it will be a breeze you will just be like oh this is so easy and you will fly past mm. and then he said the race will start after the 32nd kilometer because that's when the race will start for you there are always people on the road but make sure you get like someone to give you a sandwich like a piece small piece of bread that you can eat because that will break down uh, into sugar by the time you go to your 38th kilometer hmm. so that was one piece of advice which really helped uh, hydration is very important best part about training for a marathon is the carb loading you do four days before so that yeah. that was my most favorite part about the marathon race day i remember very clearly i started off like oh this is such a breeze and just like my friend said up until the 18th kilometer i was flying like i didn't feel a thing at all okay. and then when i reached probably the 25th or 26th kilometer is when randomly people started like you know just like collapsing and falling around us someone pulled a hamstring someone's like you know just like injuries started happening to people who who you're running with okay. and then suddenly start becoming lesser and lesser in the crowd and okay. for me actually i felt very lonely as a woman because probably there were two other women when i start, at start line with me they hmm. might have been somewhere behind or somewhere else but with me along the journey like i just couldn't find another woman what the best thing about doing races is you find a stranger who takes you through till a certain kilometer right like i i i'll say that okay i'm going to chase this person till the ceiling is over and yes. then that person space he takes he either becomes slow you become fast you go your own way so these kind of uh, tactics that really help you in a race is what the dynamics of a race which i really love and that was the first time i was running a race so i never run a race uh, so it, it felt even more exciting hmm. 25 kilometers when like you start realizing oh you're getting lesser and lesser in the crowd it was a 34th kilometer when you go back up pedder road like the second time ka flyover that happens and i was running slowly i was still okay and while running down pedder road i was uh, feeling a little pain in my ankle because while running down the impacts a little more so i was feeling yeah. a little pain uh, while running down and then something very strange happened because on the like 38th kilometer i was listening to the music i listened to actually is very contrary to what people run with but i listen to old hindi music when i run and mm. i was listening to this very like some lata mangeshkar very calming song and on 30th kilometer i just started like crying like tears just started rolling down my eyes and i was just like i'm not crying out of any like it just probably was uh, a release of a lot of hormones when you run this happens right so okay consciously i was not crying out of pain not crying out of any emotion but uh, unconsciously like i was just crying and i was not understanding what was happening obviously like i continued running and like one half part of my mind was like okay you need to not cry because your breath will go all over the place and <laughs> okay. the other half was like oh this is such a strange feeling at the 38th kilometer and then obviously when i finished at 42 it it really felt like one of the 
biggest things that I've achieved. I know um, that for me, twenty is is a substantial distance in sense that it really took a toll on on me when I initially used to start. And I know how much of a mental game it is, especially in the last you know fag end of the race yeah. when your body is giving up. You're actually feeling like physical pain in your legs. What are some of the conversations you have with yourself during this time when you really think that you know the going is getting so difficult? Oh yeah, we're talking about the physical pain. So when I finished the race, finally, I I removed my shoes and uh, I realized my entire toe was bleeding and my toenail had come out because this, there's so much pain in your body that you don't really realize what is happening. So yeah. I was feeling pain all over. Right? You were talking about the physical pain, so I was feeling pain all over. Mm-hmm. But it kind of just gets. mixed up in all the other pain this the exhaustion that your body goes through i remember reading like a lot of like these inspirational articles before going and then i read this article which said that for women running a, a full marathon is as painful as giving birth mm-hmm. so i was just said okay that's not something i should have read but i can understand why it is so yeah the toenail had come out and I just casually plucked it out and kept it in my pocket because it was just like okay. But yes, with regards to talking to myself, um, again something which I read, which uh, really stayed with me, and I I completely um, advertise it is if you want to know yourself better, then you should run forty two kilometers. This is something which really stayed with me because when you run, you can't escape yourself. You know, mm-hmm. I feel in life. there are so many unanswered questions to yourself that you have so many self doubt so many things which you probably are running away from yourself so i feel mm-hmm. when you run for me it is a uh, time with myself to just gather myself together you know for me it is finding answers to things which i am running away from mm-hmm. so for me running is much more than just the physical activity i remember deciding to run this race actually it was after mirzia released and my first film hadn't done well at all and uh, for me it was well a way to get over the failure of my first film okay so like i said for me running is therapy hmm. so it you, there are so many questions you have probably in your professional life or uh, there are certain times when you are going through a personal loss maybe you've had a breakup which you're not being able to get over maybe uh you've had someone who's passed away that you're very close to so there are a lot of personal questions that when when i run i kind of come to terms with it when i run or when mm-hmm. i go diving or when i swim so for me that's why i do physical activity because it's my time to kind of find answers for myself to a lot of questions <laughs> you you used to swim and cycle a lot uh, in your hometown but you know training in these disciplines to uh, cover the kind of distances required for the ironman can you talk to us about how that training looked like over the years so it hasn't been so much over the years because i like i said my next uh, thing on my bucket list was to do an ironman a half mm-hmm. ironman mm-hmm. Uh, i'm not i haven't even dreamt of thinking of a full ironman right now because of the okay. time it requires but mm-hmm. with regards to a half ironman i could get my mind to um, get around the fact that it's doable especially after i did my training and i reached my break workouts of reaching those distances i felt that this is achievable running is something which i've done for a longer period of time now since 2016 17 
uh, cycling is something that i've never done besides leisure cycling and it's very different when you're training for a race like with a marathon the cut off time is i think some 6 and a half or 7 hours or something like that and i knew that i i'll i'm good enough to finish it way before a cut off time but with the ironman with different routes choosing where you decide to run the cut off times are sometimes a little stricter Okay. so you need to be sure that you will hit those cut off points i have always enjoyed swimming a lot i've never done competitive swimming either uh, i mean i used to swim for school but short distances hmm. so for me swimming was not so much of a struggle because it's it, like the distance is not so intimidating so the training with swimming i don't know i think just naturally i was pretty decent with my timing so it was not so much i didn't focus so much on improving my swimming at all Okay. i was pretty decent with the space that i was in with my uh, just the basic swimming that i i've done ever since i was a child hmm. but i just obviously continued to uh, consistently train with my swimming as well uh, but what i actually really needed to put effort into was the cycling because um, my cycling literally used to be cycling for like tuitions and cycling with my friends over weekends but that can't really be con- you know used for a race I have done a, again a leisure trip where I was in Berlin and I cycled from Berlin to Prague, which was some three hundred kilometers. But it was again very leisurely. So hmm. with training for the Ironman, I had to put in more effort with cycling, where one uh, was again just getting in that time and distance on the bike. Hmm. So getting time on the saddle is something which is very important. So it would mean getting in three hours of cycling, getting in four hours of cycling. So those used to be like the longer Uh, sessions that I used to do with this with my with my bike, hmm. and then there was also obviously getting in some basic hill hills in. Hmm. Uh, the course that I had chosen was like were rolling hills, so hmm. those are much simpler than just completely flat uh, tracks where you need to keep pedaling, right? With okay. rolling hills, you kind of once you go up, when you're going downhill, your legs are relaxed. You're not pedaling when you're going downhill so much, so you get hmm. that breathing space a little bit. Hmm. So that's the track I had chosen. So having said all this, you need to get the time on the saddle. You need to spend that much time hmm. with cycling. It's pretty much about getting those long sessions because I didn't find it safe at all to try and uh, cycle fast because I didn't want to end up after that one bad fall I had. I didn't want. I didn't train at all to cycle fast. So the the training I did was to pretty much spend time on the saddle, which okay. helped also because eventually then the muscle memory makes, and then you're doing your strength training, which makes your legs stronger to pedal faster. I am training currently training as we speak as well. Hmm. Uh, I ran a half marathon in Jan. The I ran the Mumbai marathon, and I have been constantly coughing since. and mm. the doctors pretty much put me on antibiotics put me on everything and now they have said that you please need to stop running out he saying you might as well start smoking it's that bad right unfortunately have completely stopped going out to run i mm. thankfully have invested in a very good treadmill and a cycle trainer so i kind of have put my bike on the trainer and i have my treadmill at home so i'm pretty much doing my training just at home it it's obviously not the same as going out but you know we've seen in lockdown how much people have fitness people have achieved just sitting at home so mm. if you want to get it done it can be done so currently i haven't gotten into my swimming sessions yet but i am well trying to focus more on the cycling 
can you give us a sense of you know how swimming for the iron man looks like so i mean one would normally assume that you either have like a 25 meter or a 50 meter pool and you take a lap and i mean i guess as your strength improves you are able to cover more laps at one go but can you give us a sense of um, you know to the listeners how does training uh, in swimming look like for an ironman even like with my cycling or running i used to say that okay i need to get in one hour of swimming today tomorrow i need to get in one and a half day not tomorrow like you know i mean i used to break it up if i used to do three swim sessions a week then yeah. it used to be like my long swim session should be two hours so okay. when you get in a two hour session you get in a a lot of distance so there were a lot of times when i used to say okay today i'm going to target doing a 2 km swim in 60 minutes you change your training around so that's that's pretty much what you can do in the pool but mm. like i said the advantage i had here was whenever i had time off on weekends and stuff i used to go to nasik where uh, we've got a farm house as a like a big lake that the farm house sits on and mm. i used to swim, i've grown up and that's where i learned how to swim as a child like i've grown up swimming in the lake so a pool always makes me feel constricted but then i moved to a city so i don't have a choice okay. but uh, when i go to nasik i kind of swim in the lake where the lake is 12 kilometers long and like 5 kilometers in breadth so okay. it's massive the lake hmm. Hmm. so i literally swim to a point and back and thankfully now with technology with the garmin you know the distance you're covering it's a completely different ball game when you're swimming in the lake because of the wind and uh, the water will be much choppier so it makes you much slower so i experienced what it would be to do what the race would feel like but for people living in the city you need to just get quicker in the pool so that's hmm. pretty much what you can do again with swimming when i train for an ironman my strength training is also Uh, way more different than what it is while just running a marathon i have to include a lot of upper body strength training when i'm doing an ironman because you need a very strong back if you're cycling if you're swimming you need a very strong back hmm. uh, so the strength training changes as well when you're doing an ironman can you give us a sense of what your break workouts look like so you know what time do you start in a day how long do you take to cover each component So for me uh, again because I was also shooting and I was staying living in the city when I was doing my brick workouts the day I mean waking up starts like at 4 o'clock I'm out of the house by 4:15 4:20 and I used to first start with my cycling because like I said I didn't find it very safe otherwise if I used to start cycling by like 4:30 and I used to target cycling till 7:30 sometimes 8 so two mm-hmm. and a half hours of getting in my bike session uh then at 8 i used to park my bike wherever wherever my targeted stop area was and then i used to kind of get in hour and a half of running which used to be between 15 to 17 kilometers mm-hmm. and after i used to finish that i used to obviously run towards knowing that i have to go and swim at let's say mca or i have to swim in karjim khana or wherever i was swimming my run used to finish there i should quickly change then get in my pool session so that's pretty much how my sundays used to look like like four and a half hours of training on a sunday that was the longest i've gone is there one format you prefer more than the other i mean running because that's something i've just done the most in my life okay so like i said cycling was my least favorite but i needed to get my mind around it and yeah. swimming used to just happen very quickly because it's the first discipline right when you do an ironman you swim first swimming was the least of the worries running is something i enjoy the most but cycling is something that i used to 
kind of feel like oh come on let's get done with this the last component sami that i think we've not addressed in our conversation is the topic on what your diet looks like so um i'm sure you know your carb intake has to be substantial are you generally particular about um you know what you eat so i am somebody who eats like moderately i don't really go on any kind of crazy diet so don't go do any some anything crazy really obviously when you're training you get much hungrier because you're burning so much more i don't really enjoy eating anything before i i go to run or before i go to exercise i i don't have any tea coffee so water and if at all some day i'll have like maybe a banana or something very rarely but otherwise i have a lot of egg matlab when i was doing like proper hectic brick workouts but like a six egg omelet and uh, two toast so i used to it used to depend how hungry i felt and i used to mm-hmm. keep it very open and otherwise very balanced like i used to have like two bhakris and dal and sabzi and salad and i really like having my fruit so i used to consume a lot of fruit Uh, and dinner used to getting my protein intake was very important because we don't realize we have very less protein so just yeah. kind of getting in my but i've never done any of these protein shakes or any of these artificial things so it's pretty much been home food for me all through kind of keeping it simple and keeping it homely for me has always helped uh, the days when i felt like having my ice creams and chocolates i didn't feel guilty at all because i was burning like crazy amount of calories Mm-hmm. so i used to even indulge in like uh, ice cream and chocolate whenever i felt like but okay. my diet was very homely and very balanced do you recall uh, the caloric intake you were on at the time i had not kind of really kept a uh, tab on it so seriously even during my full marathon even right now during my ironman training i listen to my body i feel that's something which is very important is if mm-hmm. your body is telling you that you know you need more food or if you're just being greedy like you you should know what your body is really telling you so i used to if i used to feel really hungry i used to if not two then i used to eat three bhakris also like it's not like i'll not eat on a particular day mm-hmm. but it, it entirely used to depend on what my body was feeling like that day wishing you the best for it sami we'd love to have a chat with you once that's done and really looking forward to uh, reading about your participation in the race no we'll definitely chat once Hopefully, once has finished, crawled past the finish line. Best wishes, Sammy. Best wishes.